0: Hey, what's going on? This is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI PDR podcast. It is a beautiful Monday, November 28th, and all is good. Technically, it's the million-dollar PDR podcast, but you already knew that. After Thanksgiving week, figured I'd drop in some, uh, some Charlie Brown music. Thank you, uh, Vince Guaraldi. Anyway, how you been, man? Everything good? Good weekend, I hope. Oh, did I have a good weekend? That's nice of you to ask. Yes, I did. As a matter of fact, I really did. Very good weekend. We, uh, I mean, we busted ass. Um, took Thanksgiving off, of course. Did not go into the studio. Friday, we were there. We worked late until about maybe 7.38. Pushing out cars, trying to make it up for that, that missed day. Saturday, same thing. And then Sunday, studio improvements, which, uh, some good stuff, man. We uh, we boxed up our compressor because it's kind of noisy and we really don't have enough room in the space to to have like a compressor room like bigger body shops can't put it on the roof, things like that. So so we created a sound deadening enclosure and it probably knocked it down about 60, 70%, which is nice. So now we can actually talk near the compressor instead of yell or customers sometimes when we're in the back of the shop, the compressors running, you won't even hear them come up. So it's, we have a chime, but you can't even hear it. So yeah, this was a, was a treat. Um, we also uh, worked on one of our buses, the 58 uh, PGSG, the window bus. Uh, Jeff did a great job, uh, jammed the rest of the, the panels, the doors, and then also shot the rest of the interior. So the interior is done, panels are ready. So all we have to do basically is go exterior, one last color, because it's a two-tone, and this thing is ready to rock. So. I'm excited, man. It's basically one more full day, and and we're good. So maybe next weekend. But it's supposed to rain, but we'll see. Um, but it's all good. It's all good and hood, man. Um, Friday, what was it? Saturday we had we had some cool cars. I'll run by real quick. We had a Porsche Turbo. Uh, Jared Nava, really nice guy. Um, it's one of those kind of guys that hits you up. You know, hey, if, you know, can I get a discount? I'll bring you cash. I mean, he's just a businessman. And I'm willing to give 10 or 15% even though cards only 3, 4, 5% just for the time, for the time, you know, to have the deposit check. Um, and then also you don't, de- you don't have to declare it. You, you should, I usually do anyway. So, but it just gives me an excuse to, if somebody's a high ticket customer, like this guy was in the four digits. I mean, last week we did his Cayenne uh, GTS and then on Saturday, beautiful Porsche 997 Turbo. I hate telling people guys. That their paint's ass. Inter- I I was gonna glue pull this big dent he had on his fender. I couldn't. As soon as I checked it out in detail, I'm like, oh my god, this whole car has been painted. And he had Rock Guard uh, PPF like uh, on the lower quarters, like all Porsches do. And I could. He wanted me to change them out. He brought new ones. I'm like, dude, if I, if I pull those off, I'm gonna probably pull paint. He's like, well, I saw online. Which is always the you know Napoleon's famous last words. Well, you know you can listen to the stories online or you can listen to me who's done it probably easily 30, 40 times. Maybe more. I go, this is a 50-50 proposition. I mean, if you don't mind painting the quarter, I'm glad to do it for you. But just because I heat it up, I can try steaming, I can do alcohol, I can do all the three. But it still might pull paint. Who's to say what's under... We're banking on another shop's work and how long they also waited to put those stickers on after they did their, their bodywork, which by my account, I'll bet you they didn't wait long, you know, just so it wouldn't bubble. So not a full 30 days is my, you never know. Maybe they did. Hey, I'm not trying to poop on somebody's parade, you know, like the Thanksgiving Macy's parade. I don't want to poop on that from the sky. That'd be gross. Not a good way to make friends. That's what I always say. That's what my grandfather said. He said, don't poop on people. And you know, I, I take that to heart. Those are good words, Papa, good words. So anyway, yeah, so Porsche 997 did a TRX uh, RAM, which is pretty badass. A lot of suede accents inside, including the steering wheel. I love to feel a suede. Um, And then we did, God, we had one other cool car. What the hell was it? The TRX, the Porsche, I guess not. You know, we just had a Volkswagen. My bad, Atlas. But I'll tell you right now, that Atlas was 300 bucks in five minutes, which which is always a good thing, man. And she was, and honestly, out of the three customers, she was the happiest. I mean, the other two were happy, don't get me wrong, but this lady was like ecstatic because we saved her entire front bumper and all her plastics were all unsnapped. So huge dent, reformed, and it, was, it just didn't have any crowns. That's why it was so fast. A little torch, a little water little special Dentco ball ended tool for bumpers. Off to the races, baby. 300 bones, thank you. So anyway, all right, so today, today's how-to. Today's uh, how-to corner. All right, we're gonna talk about how to correctly polish paint. And this isn't really wet sanding, per se. I'm not gonna get into, this is a short little little bump and grind, a little touchdown and, and go. Uh, we're just gonna, you know, drop the, the eggs in the water, so to speak and get right back up into the air. So this is just for those who maybe maybe you'll learn something. I think you're going to learn something from this, even if you're like an expert, which is great. Um, I think we always uh, can learn something about paint polishing. I mean, in, in all parts of our craft, right? PDR, whatever. So I, I figured all of us, like I said, we're all working on cars. We're all servicing customers. Why not learn how to do other services? PDR, you have to learn how to polish paint, at least to some extent, I think. I don't think everybody does it. Some people just wipe down their work area and hand the keys over and kick the customer in the ass or the dealer or whatever. But I think that you need to polish the panel. That's just I, I believe in a higher level of service. I mean not, not not just where you did the dent, I would polish the whole panel. Um and I'm not talking three stage polish. I'm not I'm just talking just a basic clean. You know, if 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 you didn't wet sand, just run over with a foam. But but anyway, I, I digress. Let's back up. So so how to correctly polish, and, and there's a lot of different ways to skin a cat, so I'm not saying, I am not like, uh, I forget that pro-detailer guy that's that's out here in, in, in the mountains of California, and he did like Air Force One, and he's got this crazy training thing he does up in the mountains, but uh, God, what was his name? It'll come to me, but but uh, I'm not that guy. I'm, I'm just a dude who makes cars look good, and there's probably a better way, there's definitely different ways, um, I'm just going to tell you what we do, um, and then hopefully you guys can learn some stuff off of this. And then especially if you're a noob or you're thinking about getting into PDR and you have no clue about polishing, it's a good idea to to wax on, wax off, so to speak. Pun definitely intended. Okay, so first of all, let's talk about safety. Um, eyewear, not a bad idea. I mean, most of the time things aren't going to fly on your face. You could get some, some powder. Um, it's not a bad idea to wear like a mask or like a paper mask. I mean, you... The, there are are chemicals in the powder that when it, when you have a powder style compound or wax or polish and when that stuff gets airborne you're breathing it and I'm not gonna tell you that it's good for your bloodstream. You know, I'm not a doctor, I just play one on, on podcasts. And uh my grandfather that also had that great that great advice, he was kind of a doctor and uh he gives great advice. He always used to say to me, Don't breathe dust. So Papa once again, thank you for the advice. Um but anywho, um, all right. So, what's your goal? You know, you're gonna take out scratches. You're trying to take out a haze, or just improve the shiny. That's really gonna tell you where your starting uh, products are gonna be and your your strategy. Um, and, and here's the thing, too. Think about this, guys. There's people that are paid just thousands of dollars to simply polish the paint on a car. I'm not talking about paint correction. I'm just literally somebody brings you a car. It's in good shape. <laughs> you make it like like a ten, a ten point ten. You know, ten point ten point ten. You know, beautiful, glossy, wet, just you know, dripping oil kind of stuff. Um, and there are definitely some secrets closely held to the best and products. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you guys about about products that cost six figures. I'm not saying you're gonna need to go get them. I wouldn't. I think it's kind of a joke, but they're out there. So anyway, and here's something to consider too. So first off, safety. Cover your eyes, maybe. Maybe don't breathe the stuff that you're polishing or good ventilation or a fan, whatever, right? And then secondly, remember what paint is. It's always a good idea. Just like when we do dance, thinking about metal and how metal moves versus you know sheet metal versus aluminum versus HSS. It's the same thing with paint. Paint is a petroleum-based product. It needs oils to stay shiny and flexible and moist in a sense, right? It's just like our skin, our skin on our bodies. You know, the The paint is the skin of the car. Just like our skin over our skeletal, musculoskeletal, and all the other stuff that my half doctor uh, papa used to talk about. So, so what happens with dried out paint? Dried out paint, that it loses. It's not washed. It's it's uh, you know, it's not waxed. Well, if you don't lubricate and, and treat the paint, it'll oxidize, especially if it's out in the sun. So, you know, sun UV damages the paint big time, just like our skin. So, the idea is to reintroduce oils regularly, and you'll extend the longevity of your car. Think about a car that's never been out in the sun. How's the paint going? It's going to look fab, right? It's the same thing. If you can cut down on the sun's harmful UV rays, just like somebody who's wearing sunscreen, it's the same thing. Waxes you know, and and sealants and everything are basically paint sunscreen. All right. So anyway, uh, number two, clean pads. Always have clean pads. You don't have to have new, but clean. I recommend storing them in Ziplocs. Um, A lot of times they can be washed and reused. But definitely clean them regularly. Number one, it's going to help your pad perform better. And number two, it's going to keep the car clean. All right. So that's always a good thing. If you ever notice you buffed the car and there's a big freaking dust layer all over the whole car. Well, guess what? Your pad wasn't clean. You know. Or maybe you're just a really dirty person. I don't know. Let's go back to that later. All right. Shower. All right. But moving on. Um, heat. Heat's another thing. Okay. If you're going to go rotary or orbital. Um, if you're a noob, I definitely recommend you go orbital to start a dual action. Play, you know. Uh, polisher uh roops is good adams makes a good one um we've got a roops it's italian i people told me this thing was like a pimp daddy you know blah 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 you can't even hardly feel i don't know the thing vibrates in my hands you know kind of wears me out a little bit at least my grips i'm just like all right this thing's not i'm sure there's definitely one that's out there that's definitely more of a rolls royce than the roops but uh it's supposed to be top of the line it's good. It works. Um, I like the roofs basically, if you've already got paints in good shape, if you're trying to take an eight to a 10 or a nine to a 10, great. If, if you're really trying to do some improvement, rotary is more dangerous, but it also can do more for you. So if you're in the right hands, some with experience, most professional polishers at some point are going to have rotary. Um, it's just definitely faster, um, which is a good thing and a bad thing. So basically I would have both. Honestly, so so let's talk about this. So rotary is going to be faster for taking out paint problems like scratches and, and deep hazes or swirl marks. Orbital DAs, dual action, are good for just like I said, just mild stuff. And it doesn't mean you can't work on scratches. It doesn't mean you can't take out haze and all that kind of stuff with a, with a DA. But the the idea is the duels. It's just going to take you a little bit longer, just because of the speed. It's just not moving that that fast, right? So anyway, um. Also, let's consider another thing. Is it factory or is it respray? Like the Porsche Turbo that I had this weekend with uh, Jared. Um, yeah, I had to tell him. I mean, I had to tell him because I, I you know, I'm not just going to sit there and rip off the stickers and pull his paint and say, oh, hey, you know, sorry about this. And then, you know, we're into it. Of course, I have to tell him his paints, you know, very politely, very tactfully dog shit, you know. But, you know, his $150,000, you know, Porsche Turbo. Hey, I'm really sorry. You know, it's a beautiful car, but, you know, let's, uh, let's, over here, but anyway, um, so factory versus respray, huge difference, right? You got a lot more opportunity to make something look good with factory. It doesn't mean that a respray can't look great. It just depends on the freshness, how it's been cared for, how much material is there. It's a freaking lottery pick when you, when you're starting to polish, think about it, when you polish guys, most of the time you're pulling away some of the material. So you damn well better be sure that you've got material. If anybody's trained with me, we've got a training car we call Goldfinger and she's a 2010 gold colored Kia. If you run a polisher over it, immediately the clear coat burns into the base. And, and it's factory paint. It's just so shitty that it and it's oxidized, probably never was waxed. You know, shocking. Kia Rio, never waxed, filament 11. But um, you know, you just those those are the wild cards. So, you know, just I obviously be conservative if you've got respray, okay? So, anyway, um knowing that the pads. If you're going to go with the foam, there's polishing foams, and then there's also cutting. Um, foams are safer typically, especially at lower speeds. That's usually a good way to go. The microfibers are also safe, and there are some good ones out that I like. I think we've got an, an Adams microfiber that seems to do pretty nice for intermediate and light polishing. And then wool is typically going to be the one that's going to take away a lot of clear coat. It's going to cut more, especially depending on the speed, but it's also going to be fast. So if, you've, if you're wet sanding or if you've got haze or or big issues in your paint perfecting, you know, brush scratch and things like that, wool. Wool is definitely a good way to go. Secondly, or fifthly, whatever number I'm on, I've lost track. You want to keep the cord of, of the polisher over your shoulder. Okay, if you're dragging that col- that cord over the car, guess what it's gonna do? It's gonna make a little little hearts. No, it's not. It's gonna freaking scratch the paint. You don't you don't want that. Okay, the last thing you want to do is add more damage to the paint. Um, another trick is lighting. Um, I recommend you don't do paint perfecting or polishing out the sun unless it's a cool day. Uh, but you want to be able to see the flaws. And sunlight is really good at showing, showing flaws. Also, it, there are flashlights. You can use a basic flashlight where they make actual detailing flashlights that help show you, you know, minor paint issues. And I, re- I really recommend if you're going to take this seriously, pick yourself up a flashlight or a detailer's flashlight. They're cheap. It's going to help you see the swirls and, and, and the flaws in the paint. Um, typically when I'm polishing, I'll start with about a dime sized bit of polish on the pad. You can also put it on the paint, work it in slowly and always start off slow speed. If you go fast speed, you can end up kicking that stuff off to the side, spraying yourself, spraying the windshield, the rest of the car. Not a good look. Not at all. If the car has plastic trim, I rec- <laughs> recommend that you, uh, tape over the plastic trim with some, some painter's tape. Um, same with emblems. Just going to help you uh, preserve the time of cleaning that stuff back up later and getting into the cracks, Uh, and be really careful around body lines or curves. You should less pressure around body lines and curves, and and less time, because it's a more focused point with the pad, and there's going to be more cutting or polishing at that raised area. And the last thing you want to do is burn through paint, and that's why I recommend going with with the dual action, a a DA style, because at the end of the day, you don't want to cause more damage than you're there to 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 fix right um and just low speed in little bits at a time guys usually you could just you could tape off an area and just or just test a spot if you're not quite sure what this the strategy is going to be for that particular paint to to reach, achieve the objectives you're trying to get to easier for me to say so start low on a door or a panel that's kind of inconspicuous and test the product and see how the car or the paint receives it products i like i like mcguire's i like adam's i like Mothers. Mothers is a local company here at uh, Huntington Beach. Uh, Sonax is also really good. 3D products are good. Notice I didn't say Chemical Brothers or Chemical Guys. I think Chemical Brothers is a, is a band. Um, Chemical Guys on Amazon. They're not bad. It's kind of an entry level hobbyist type of products. Um, if, if you're just going to be hobbyist kind of on your own cars, sure. But if you're going to work on customers' cars, um, no. And then also 3M, of course. 3M is really good. That's, that's basically what we use for our, our regular Step 1, Step 2, Step 3 polishes. Um, I use a little bit of 3D. Uh, we also have a little bit of Meguiar's as well. Um, so I'm not going to get into ceramics uh, or any of that kind of stuff. And I'm really not going to talk about what products are for what because that we could be here all day. I just wanted to give you guys a quick little, like I said, a hit and run, little crash course on polishing Here We're just shy of 20 minutes right now. I'm gonna go over a couple more products, and then we'll wrap this episode up. Um, if if let's just say you're you're pimped out, you're pimp daddy, and you're like, you know what, I, I want to go right to the top of the mountain. I want to use the best products that are that are out there. Okay, well, for thirty-seven thousand dollars, there's a product you can use. Um, it's uh, in a white and gray marble cube that's sourced from Athens, Greece, and it's made of refined fruit oils, uh, local Greek beeswax. Imported carnauba wax from northern Brazil, and it's it's actually not even for sale. Um, it's only available as a wax treatment through uh, a company in Britain called Bro and Howarth. And I can imagine how much that uh, that what do you call it that treatment must must cost. It's probably five ten grand. And like I said, there's nothing wrong if you want to do like super high end polishes. I mean I. I think it's a good business, you know, but you have to have the right production. You have to know what the hell you're doing, you know, and I probably worked my way up and maybe you thought $37,000 was a lot. The guy that invented the actual rotary polisher, the dual action, um, the corded one, he, uh, oh my bad, the rotary, not the dual action. He, uh, basically the grandfather supposedly a modern detailer. His name is count Louis de Christophe. Okay. Uh, Premier Avril edition wax is 450,000 pounds, which is about 600 GUR in USD. Of course, it's blended with a couple of uh, rare and expensive ingredients um, and there's that's the most expensive wax. I don't know who's paying for it, maybe uh, people over on the Middle East possibly, uh, working on their, their Rolls Royces and, and Ghosts and everything else. but. For 450 uh, pounds or $600,000, uh, uh, you too can get what's supposedly the best wax. Is it really necessary? I'll let you decide. But anyway, there it is, guys. That's basically kind of a, uh, like I said, a hit and run on on paint polishing. Um, you guys really should, should. it's a part of our game as, as PDR techs. We all should be pretty above average paint polishers because at the end of the day, you know, PDR, we call it paintless, but it's anything but paintless. It's all about the paint. It's about preserving the paint. It's about making the paint look great, you know, and and preserving it intact. And, and I love to make a car look better. Um, we typically wash them, uh, when we're done, unless it's a cheap job or something, but you know, if it's something over four or $500, I'm washing the car at that point. If, if I've got time, I'll even polish the hood. If it's a little bit of an older car, we'll hit the headlights. Um, I like the driver's door to look really good because that's where their their eyes are going to go to when they get in the car and the hood. If I have to do like a quick get in, get off, um, then then it's for sure the hood and the driver's door. Otherwise, I mean, I'll, I'll try to take it a little bit wider as well. So um, anyway, so there it is, guys. So that's that's the the way that you do it. That's the way that I believe in it. it. You know, at least it served me well. I hope it serves you. Um, and then, like I said, take classes. It's a good idea. Um, there's, there's a lot of classes that are out there. You don't have to break the bank. You don't got to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in refined freaking fruit oils for cars. Just get good products. Like I said, Meguiar's, Adams, Mothers, you know, 3D, those are 3M. They're all good. Um, and just get, it's just like gluing, you know, glue pulling. Find a glue stick you like. It's the same thing with wax. You'll find out what works, temperatures, how to, you know, with speed, what heat and all that. So anyway, man, that's it. I got to pop off, man. I appreciate you uh, tuning in here on this wonderful Monday. November 28th. Next thing we'll be talking about is the holidays, the major holidays, the, the Hanukkahs, the Christmases, the, the Kwanzas, whatever you celebrate. Um, but I appreciate you guys, man. Have yourself a great, great Monday. Go out and make some money. Make me happy. Text me if you got any questions or comments. 949-302-3464. And now all I ever ask is please rate and review this podcast because I'd like to, to get out to the, the deep dark uh, corners of Africa where people in the jungle are just starting to get their internet. and They can listen to the podcast too. So that's it, guys. Thanks so much. We'll catch you on the next SAI PDR podcast, the million-dollar PDR podcast. Bye-bye for now.